Hello and welcome to the very first Friends Talk film movie spoiler review. Um, I'm your host from the weekly show, Kenan Akbalat, and today I'm going to be going to full spoiler review of Ghostbusters. I've just returned from seeing this movie today, and so my first initial thoughts will be, wow, this is a terrible movie. I mean, goddamn. Um, I'm going to go into all the things that have frustrated me about this movie, but let me kind of give you a little bit of context that um, I didn't go into this movie wanting to hate it. I didn't go into this movie with much expectation at all, to be honest. Um, I never had a problem with the original casting announcement when there was going to be an all-female cast. I was like, you know what? This is an interesting take. If they're not going to go down the Ghostbusters 3 route, then yeah, why not? Let's freshen up a little bit. I guess I would have liked to see maybe more of a mixed cast, um, sort of like a two guys, two girls kind of combo. But they went with the, um, you know, four women. And I was like, yeah, let's see what they can do with it. It was in a trusted director's hand, um, Paul Feig. Feig? Who knows? Um, He'll know. Um, I don't know. Um, and you know, he's had some really good successes. Um, I love the movie Spy with Melissa Carney. Fantastic. You know, he's had the hits with Bridesmaids, which is, you know, renownedly well liked. Um, and also the Heat, you know, and he's always kind of gone with and he's always gone with these very woman focused centric type of movies. And he's, you know, he's said in fact that's you know based a lot on his on his upbringing. Um, so I was like, you know, this is kind of interested hands with that kind of cast, and you know, some of these characters people have worked together before, so you know can't be all that bad you know what what could really go wrong um and then the first trailer landed and um yeah i think we can all agree that was universally pan um i think it is the official worst rated trailer of all time um it's and to be honest it justifies the film um all the, so the new ghostbusters are kirsten wig who plays aaron gilbert melissa mccarthy plays abby yates we've got kate mckinnon um starring as jill holtzman and leslie jones playing patty tolan and um you know these are great actresses you know um they've had some really great stuff you know leslie jones is a bit of a newcomer but she's done some really good stand-up stuff and and you know, these are likable people. They, um, you know, Kirsten Wiggins and Melissa McCartney have worked together previously. They should have had really good chemistry on screen. There is no chemistry. This is a very bland movie. I think I laughed once in this movie. Um, and it, they, it was felt very scripted comedy. I think what I enjoyed about sort of like the like spy, especially, you know, you can tell there's some ad libbing going on. There's some actual input from the actresses. This, there just didn't seem to be any of it. Now, whether this was because it was um, co-written by Paul Feig and Kate Dippold, who knows, but it's, it was stagnant. It was stale. And as much as it's normal female cast, this is a very sexist movie. And not in a good, you know, it, there's it's a very bad light towards men and women. You know, we've got these women who are supposed to be, you know, these great actresses given opportunity in, in a huge franchise. And they're doing queef jokes and jokes about looking at men. You know, so like the Kirsten Wig character, Erin, she's like um, all over the Chris Hemworth caring character, Kevin. And, you know, she's like kind of almost drooling over him. And... It's like, really? This is supposed to be the positive attitude that you're sending out for like these powerful women? And the other one, um, Jill Holtzman, Kate McKinnon's character, she's just crazy. 
she's kooky and crazy for crazy sake there is no build-up to this character there's no explanation as to why she is or how she is the way she is um she's just different and then you've got leslie jones's character patty and she is the that character is the definition of a stereotypical black woman character in movies is like oh hell no or damn and the shouty loud character that you don't want to see in movies anymore you know it's not a positive reinforcement in any way and it's is really disheartening to see that that is that is how they wanted to portray these female characters and then when it comes to the male characters every single male character in this movie is fucking stupid uh the i've seen a lot of, i've heard a few reviews in the last like 24 hours about chris hemworth and how apparently you know he is like the best thing in this movie i don't see it i don't get it he looks like he's having potentially fun on set it's something different for him he's just able to let loose a little bit but the character is so stupid it's it's not believable in any sense there's no way you would entertain this kind of person in your life he he comes in um to have an interview for the um reception job um for the ghostbusters team and you know he can't answer a phone properly he um he's like this graphic designer guy who comes up with these ridiculous logos of like a house with a hot dog above it and he's like oh well the ghost is holding the hot dog it it's not funny stuff um he's he's sitting there wearing these glasses and he goes to scratch his eye and he puts his finger through the glasses and they're like well you know what's up with that and he's like oh yeah i just took the lenses out you know just you know a lot of effort i don't get it i don't know why that's funny and then he goes and he's walking around the room while they're kind of discussing oh but he's hot you know give him a chance and he there's a big fish tank there and like a phone as a feature in there and he goes to try and grab the phone a couple of times and this joke repeated is repeated later on with like answer the phone he's like i can't it's in the fish tank and it's like really that's funny no and then he hits this gong and he's like oh that's really loud oh my god that that is not humor that is stupidity beyond stupidity that that totally takes you out of the movie and i absolutely hated it um then you have this uh, reoccurring character um who delivers um abby um abby's the abby character abby um chinese food and she keeps not getting the right amount of wontons or contents to her soup and the character again is a stupid male character um and a little bit creepy because he's like feeling up um the Aaron character on his way out of the room and it, it's so bizarre there is a cameo which i wasn't expecting of andy garcia who plays the mayor in this movie and again he's a stupid guy he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't you know he's not in control of his situation and it, the whole tone of the movie it doesn't know what it wants to be it's I don't know if the studio knows what it's supposed to be. In the original trailer, it was like 30 years ago, these guys did this and now this new team, you know. So, and then it totally contradicts itself in that they have cameos with all the original cast. I didn't know this going in, but you have you have uh, Bill Murray in there. You have Dan Aykroyd, you have Sigourney Weaver. And they're playing these stupid characters that 
is a waste and it's, it's an insult to the original now I, I like the original Ghostbusters but I'm not a fanboy I wasn't one of these guys saying oh my god you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be remaking this film I'm like yeah let's do it go ahead why not but it's it's kind of tragic to see and it's like and the only reason those guys are in there is because Sony strong-armed these actors into getting into this franchise again now they couldn't convince them to do a third one but you know, the the leaked emails from Sony show that they were willing to take legal action against Bill Murray to ensure that he participated in this movie for contract obligations. That speaks volumes. And the fact that, that him and Dan Aykroyd have come out and given positive reviews for this movie as well on top of that, there is no class. Even Bill Murray dissed himself from Garfield in, um, you know, in, in another movie, um, Zombieland. And it was just a case of, you know, they, they've been told to, yes, this is a great franchise. Yes, this is the way to move forward. It really, really isn't. And um, it's, it's, really, it's really difficult to watch in periods. Um, let me touch on to the CG. Now, the original was practical effects. And it was because it had to be at the time. Um, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was a big guy in a suit. Um, walking around a really detailed model city um slimer was a puppet and of course that isn't going to happen nowadays everything is generated and i totally get that but these ghosts are straight out of scooby-doo i mean the scooby-doo live action movie and scooby-doo motions unleashed they are ridiculous they're colored the ghosts aren't lead they're not texturous there's no substance to them they're not scary they're not nothing they're just around they don't intimidate people they don't go chasing after people they don't scare people it's like what is the point of these ghosts i don't understand then you have the weapons so traditional plasma guns no problem but the main makeup of the weapons is to um it's a sort of like um, gravitational pull to get the monsters into the captivity of the um the cages and the units to store them in and then later in the film they just start killing ghosts off and it's just like where why did that happen and it's just literally like a shootout like a western you know bang 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 you know just taking these ghosts out left right and center and sort of like this action movie kind of sequences and it's just like no this doesn't make sense this isn't why you're here you you the, the characters of Aaron and abby were like oh my go go ghosts they're beautiful and we want to study them explore them and then they just start going around and killing them all now you know it didn't make any sense there is a scene in the movie where the ghosts are big sort of like thanksgiving day parade balloons and why we have ghosts of those i don't know how are you having ghosts of material things like that it doesn't make any sense the only way i can see it is because they reference the stay puff marshmallow man as one of these giant balloons now the joke is that they fall on top of the girls waiting there except the erring character and they're crushed down face down onto the concrete floor of the street and then you have this ridiculous shot of the upward shot to see all the girls faces squished by the safe off marshmallow man and again it's a shot that takes you completely out of the movie how am i seeing up through the concrete street to these characters it's so i can get a visual gag of their faces being squashed together i was like oh my god and then boom it explodes and you're like okay and then the airing character Kirsten Weird has popped this balloon with a pen knife that the Jewel Holtzman character had given her earlier as a you know all girls should carry you know some self-defense weapon 
You've just destroyed a ghost with a Swiss army pocket knife? Let's have some, some consistency here, people. It, it 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 does not make sense. It is the Wookiee defense of Star Wars. An eight-foot Wookiee living on indoor does not make sense. A Swiss Army penknife popping a ghost does not make sense. But, you know, that's come some of the least of the problems that this film has had. I've talked about the fact that the um, patio is a stereotype character. Jill is crazy for the sake of being crazy. Aaron and Abby do have a bit of a backstory and you kind of understand the relationship a little bit about them, which is fine. But the other character, Kevin, you know, why is he stupid? You know, was he dropped as a child? You're never told. He's just stupid for being stupid. And it is not funny. And the other, ca the other character that gets no development whatsoever is the main villain. There is a guy going around setting off devices around New York City to generate this power surge, open a portal to allow all these ghosts to come in that you see at the end of the trailer. But they don't tell you who he is. They don't explain to you why he's doing it. The first shot you see of him is in the subway station, setting a device which releases a ghost, which brings in the Paddy character. And he goes on these like little third-person conversations with himself about um you know correcting things and making you know the portal is going to be able to be breached but you don't understand why you don't know why he's doing it what are the benefits for there is no context given to this whatsoever the the general plot of the movie is a kind of a step-by-step -step of the first they rehash of the first where they try and follow the same kind of plot points so at the beginning now, you know what, to his credit, and I have to say this because it is only a fair and I have to give an impartial review. Um, the first 10 minutes of the film are a solid 10 minutes. They they brought me into the movie and I think that's why I got so disappointed as the movie went on because it's like, that's what it could have been. There is a, um, a mansion, which is um, like a haunted mansion. You got this, um, pers this uh, guy taking this... Um, a uh, group of people around explaining you know the history of the house the fact that this person owned it their daughter went on this killing spree and they end up locking her in a dungeon and oh you know she could have been still in there and they used to hear screams coming from the room from by the next owner really great stuff really build it in and it, and it felt like a ghostbusters movie you know right up into the shot where it's sort of like the ghost is attacking but at this point you don't see the ghost so it's kind of fine you're not taking out a movie and there's you know the pan into him screaming and it hits the title and it's the original music at that point not the rehash shit that they do later on and um you know you're like yeah okay this has got some promise and then the next five minutes where you kind of introduce the cursing a uh, wig character okay i can buy into that you know that's okay and then it's just all downhill and i think the point where i got lost and um i think my friend uh, sasha or i saw it with today as well is the scene where they go into this like rock concert and you've seen it in the movie you've seen the big green stupid looking dragon type demon and it's so it's so absurdly taken out of the context of the movie you just everything that's kind of built up into it you're just like nope that's just fake it, yes okay it's fake it's a ghost in a ghostbuster movies in a movie but it's just poorly executed um it originally takes the demon takes over a, a mannequin model and the mannequin chase after him for a bit it's like this this sucks this is painful this is really really bad it's not funny and you know it's it's stupid jokes you've seen in the trailer if you laughed at any bits in the trailer congratulations that's all you're gonna laugh at in this movie 
I personally maybe laugh once or twice in the trailer. I think I laugh once in this movie or a scene where the girls uh, meet originally in a lab and they're like, okay, come on, let's go. And she's like, oh, you want me to come with you? And she's like, no, I need to lock up um, because of all the equipment in here. I kind of chuckled at that, the way it was delivered. But after that, there was really nothing. And I'm I'm struggling to come up with some other positives other than that first um, opening uh, 10 minutes. Now, don't get me wrong. I do not blame the cast for this movie. I, you know, I don't blame the four women. Um, I think they were, they were high, really good intentions. And I felt they really wanted to make a good movie. Um, but I think the studio got heavily involved. They're looking at this purely as a franchise. Um, I don't think they care specifically too much for what they were doing on this movie. There's even rumors that Kev, uh, Paul Feig was, um, uh, crying on set or you know has some real difficulties on set there's some really interesting videos out there which you can search and uh, even oh my god even up to the point where the credits started happening now there's a scene in the movie where the kevin character gets possessed um by the demon and you see this in the trailer after it's knocked out melissa mccartney and again a scene which might have been funny in the film if i hadn't seen it in the trailer and he is lining up um he's outside this building and he's waiting for the ghostbusters to come and get him and um all the police are there um sort of like homeland security and the army and stuff are there to support and they're there to try and help now what he does however he does it he manages to possess all of them in terms of he can make them do what he wants to do so he's standing on top of this building and he gets everyone to strike in a post or like this and you're like okay i and they say like that until the end of the movie and you're like I don't get it. And then in the credits of the movie, you see in the back the demon controlling all the people, all the soldiers, the police, and the, the um, Homeland Security guys into a dance routine. Now, this is something that was actually written into the script, and they've obviously cut it out of the movie, but then they put it into the credits. This movie is a mess. It doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know who it's aimed at. If it's aimed at women, they're really not very likable characters. They're pretty, you know, they're smart in one moment and then just stupid in another. All the male characters are dumbed down to idiots. Guys aren't, you know, going to be feeling that when they go in there. It's just like, okay, is women making queef jokes? What else am I supposed to be laughing at? In the other movies, like Spy... And you had the strong Jason Statham character. Um, in Bridesmaid, you had the, the sort of love interest was, you know, smart and funny. This, they just don't bring anything to the table. And, you know, are they trying to get merchandise out of this? I can't see kids picking up toys uh, for these characters. Um, they're just weird. And um, and then, oh, oh, you know, it keeps coming back. I'm getting these flashbacks of, like, the things that really pissed me off about this movie. Then the same as the original, the demon's like, you know, what form would you like me to take um, to challenge you? And they decided to go for the Ghostbusters logo. So Jill, the crazy one's like, and Patty are like, oh, you know, maybe the logo or, you know, cute and friendly ghost. And the demon turns into the 2D animated version of the ghost from the animated show i don't know if you remember the animated show um that the opening credits the ghost kind of steps out of the um the circle with the cross line through it and is like walking down the street is that ghost and it's a 2d animated ghost in the middle of this movie 
And then it grows into a version of the Stay Puft Motion Metal Man. So it grows into the, you know, 50-story high monster as the ghost logo. What the fuck? I don't... Who thought this was a clever or funny or good idea? The movie thinks it's paying homage to Ghostbusters, but it's really not. It's taking the piss. When the first Ghostbusters came out, you know, it's a funny movie. But they're playing the characters straight. You know, they are... You know, Bill Murray's character is, you know, more the comic relief. But all the guys, what they're doing, they believe in what they're doing. And, you know, they're here to help people. And But this movie everyone's in on the joke everyone's aware this is a ghostbusters reboot they're aware of what was before them and it makes the movie so much worse if they were going to reboot just cut your ties but no they have every single original person back doing a cameo and it's uh, obviously rather um how ramus um but you know they have a cameo over him which was kind of a nice touch at the beginning which i liked which was a statue of him in the university of a, of a, a head and um, it was like that was a nice touch but you know, everything out about this movie blows. It's just, ugh. why, why attack, you know, you attach the Ghostbusters logo onto it for a franchise, then do it right. You know, you could have just done this as a paranormal movie with women chasing after ghosts and not call it Ghostbusters. That would have been fine. But when you're trying to build a franchise and you don't know what you're doing with it, you don't know what your movie is supposed to be, whether it's supposed to be a link to the original like the trailer was, but then have everyone cameo as somebody else in the reboot, it does not make sense. Um, I, 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 there's probably more that I could talk about. There is, there's movie cliches um, galore where the women are in the uh, sort of like the lab when they're working on some stuff and they have the TV on in the background. You can see a couple of pictures on the side and then suddenly the sound's up. There's a relevant commercial coming on TV, which they need to watch, which progresses the story. Who turned the TV up? Why did it suddenly get loud? No, it's just a plot point mover. And then as soon as that train's finished, the TV shuts off. It's like, pay attention to detail, people. Come on, let's have some continuity. Let's let's not keep contradicting yourself in this movie. Um, and they have loads of these. Um, the, the logo is generated by this young youth in the underground station where he graffitis the logo. Again, you were seeing this part in the trailer. He has one spray can in his hand, yet he's able to have two distinctly different colors on the logo does not make sense um this movie is a terrible terrible movie and the only reason that i would give it probably half a star out of five is for that opening five ten minutes you know i I thought that was really sod and if they've carried that tone of the movie through it it could have been something really quite good or at least average enough that you could then build on they have driven this into the ground there is a post-credit scene where it lead it will build up to the next movie which is going to be the uh sort of characters uh from the original movie which is Sigourney Weaver um Rick Moranis kind of characters and those is going to lead to the sort of like the key and the gatekeeper and stuff like that um and you're just thinking why um I I feel sorry for the original actors having to come back and do cameos in this movie um but you know uh there's not much else I can say on it. I'm just so frustrated with this movie. I didn't go into it wanting to hate it. Um, I wanted to just go in and enjoy myself and just hope, you know, that all the original backlash that came from those original trades and stuff weren't justified. And the fact that all these reviews are now being posted online by like the New York Times and reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, they are praising this movie. 
they are praising it against the original backlash and not for the context of the movie that it is they are saying yes girl power yes there's no problem with four women characters being in this movie i absolutely agree you know women are just as funny as men some more than others but it doesn't excuse for a bad movie it doesn't excuse for bad script writing for no character development for no original story ideas it it doesn't account for that and you can't give a movie a decent rating or a good review on that fact you have to take it for what it is you know guys went online and were bitching about that it was an all-female cast they were bitching about the music which i think is justified um and they have finding so many oh you know you can't replace the original why are you doing it it happened but don't use your platform on on media and social media and you know papers and websites and um, where people look for these like official reviews to use as a platform to justify this movie and the studio you know if i was a conspiracy theorist i'd be like paid off to give these reviews because they do not justify the movie they do not make sense i think currently the movie is reviewed at like 77 percent on rotten tomatoes doesn't make sense this is not a good movie it's not an average movie it is a poor poor fucking movie and um it's this <laughs> is gonna wind me up for a long time i want to sit down and watch the original now to get the taste out of my mouth but i think all it's gonna do is reinforce some of the stuff i've seen today like why do they do that why did they do this you know why did they do that so i'm gonna have to watch something else completely different tonight try i take my mind off it um but that's my spoiler review of uh, the ghostbusters um i have gone on quite a bit tonight but i think there's just so much so much bad stuff in this movie that i just needed to say it out loud um but um yeah so this will hopefully be a regular segment going forward and i will be trying to give uh, my spoiler reviews um, as soon as possible um i hope you enjoyed it if you haven't please make sure you subscribe to the friends talk film channel uh, on the link below and um, thanks very much for your time and i'll see you next time